Hello everyone and welcome to Whole the Podcast, a space where we heal ourselves with love and empathy. I'm Cassie, your host of this podcast and hopefully a person you can lean on when you want to tune into a space where you can be heard and validated. Hello my whole community and welcome back. I am so excited to be able to hold a space with you folks for another week and today's episode we are going to talk about relationships and how to cultivate a more successful relationship so before we get in i do want to caveat that although i am a therapist and i do work with couples very frequently that does not make me an expert by any means um it's just me being able to kind of look at not only the scenarios and situations that I am presented with within my, you know, um, couple's work, but also looking at my relationship. So this past year, I actually made 10 years with my current partner. And in those 10 years, we've definitely had a lot of ups, a lot of downs. And I think when we did make the 10 years it was a time for me to kind of reflect on the success of the 10 years what you know both he and I did in order to get to this milestone and what kind of can needs to be continued to work on needs to be done on an everyday basis right um, to be able to make it 10 more years and hopefully longer than that um, and so I do want to just again preface with I'm no love expert by no means does only doing these these five tips that I'm going to share with you mean that you're going to have a successful relationship forever Uh, but I think if you can start implementing some of these things right and learning how to implement it within your own relationships not only romantically but perhaps within your friendships within your family within your co-workers right it will just be able to have a space for you where you're heard you feel like your needs are also being met um, and be able to feel safe enough right to to step into your whole self Um, so without further ado here are the following five tips things that i've realized for myself what needs to happen for a successful relationship so number one first and foremost is communication right i think there needs to be a strong foundation in communication um, and sometimes even over communicating Right, so a lot of the time when I see couples, it and some of my own challenges too within my relationship was just that uh, we assume, right, that our partners know what we're thinking, or that you know because we've been with this person for X amount of time, or we've we're not living with them, or whatever the case may be, is that okay? They know who I am, right? They know what what I'm thinking. They must know that I'm upset or that I'm happy that I want to go and eat out or I want to go on a date right when in fact like our partners are probably going through 
a lot of other things, right? And a lot of other things that are on their mind. And so when you are assuming that your partner can read your mind, right, then you're automatically setting yourself up for an argument to happen. You're automatically setting yourself up to be upset when your expectations of whatever the situation is not met. And so being able to communicate, over-communicate about what you need, about what is bothering you, about what's on your mind, is an extremely important thing to have within your relationship, right? Being able to communicate and do it on a more consistent basis, right? Not only when you feel like you're at your breaking point, but being able to communicate in times when maybe there's just little things that are frustrating you or being able to communicate when they're doing something right as well right or when you they're doing something that you can acknowledge and can appreciate right and so not only communicating what your needs are but also communicating and being able to let your partner know the things that you're grateful for that they're doing you know things that you may notice that kind of goes um unnoticed And I think also just starting to create a routine and a space around just having communication and having time to be off of the phone, you know, not watch your shows or anything that can be distractors like that and just be able to like sit down and and have check-ins with each other. Right, so I often tell the clients that I work with, my couples, and something that I've also implemented within my relationship is just being able to have a time when we are not distracted, again, from any of like our phones, our social media, any television show, and just sit down with each other and check in, right? How was the day? What are things that, you know, you feel... I need to do or help with around the house or how can I show up for you more right and sometimes it doesn't even need to be those conversations where they're like heavy hitting so to speak right it doesn't need to be where the conversation or the check-in point is always sharing something negative right again I, I think it's a good time to be able to share in things that have also been appreciated and things that you've seen your partner do that again can create a space where you can also be able to give gratitude and I think just by being able to start a routine and start a schedule around communication it starts to break down this idea that I think a lot of us have also that when we have to talk to our partner, it automatically means that there's something serious or something wrong or it's going to lead to a fight, right? And so when you can just start to have time to communicate and to talk about your day, to talk about anything that is happening personally or professionally that you can share in with your partner, it allows that space to be able to be like okay when we sit down and talk it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to end up fighting right that this can just be a routine that we start to do because it's allowing us to share in that 
emotional intimacy it's allowing us to share in in whatever's happening within our lives right and it's allowing us to kind of dish, be away from the distractions and just focus in on one another so it's definitely what i would say is one thing that's needed for successful relationship is communication the second thing that i think is useful to have in a relationship to be successful is being open-minded right and so being open-minded is just being able to understand that the two of you come from different cultures different backgrounds different families different beliefs right and being able to be open-minded to what they bring into the relationship and how it may differ to what you bring into the relationship right and understanding that there's no right or wrong way for anything it's just different ways and i think one thing that i always like to think about when i'm having kind of like challenging times within my relationship or when maybe there's a disagreement about a certain value or like a certain you know way that we have to do certain things around the house but it's being able to be open-minded to the situation and understand like okay the cool thing about being in a relationship is that we get to cultivate our own new rules instead of belief systems right and that even though i came from one way and you came from a different way that we can merge our two cultures our two understanding understandings or two beliefs and be able to grow it and you know nurture this new belief system for ourselves right and for you know if we decide to have a future family and so being able to be open-minded that how you were raised doesn't need to mean that you that that's the only way right and being open-minded to you know what again what the other person brings and how what they bring to the table can help you become your better self right help you become your whole self and instead of feel looking at that as something that's you know deterrent being able to look at those things as something that can help you to cultivate something new i think is something that can help within the success of a relationship the third thing that i think is needed for a successful relationship is dating each other often and i think this is something that a lot of couples lack in um you know myself included at times but being able to just take time for each other and continue to take time for each other right and spend in that quality time with each other and dating doesn't always need to be you guys leaving the house and you know spending money but it could just be be doing something within the house right maybe that means like painting a portrait together or doing a puzzle right it could be you spending money it could be you guys going on a date night and going to the movies or going to the dinner right but i think being able to 
remind yourself, right, the importance of just continuing continue dating. Because um, I think we also kind of get into this mindset that, okay, we've been with this person, you know, that if you're living with your partner, then sometimes it's, okay, we see them every day, right? And so why would I need to date them when I see them every day? Right, but that's very different than being able to set time aside where the two of you are able to spend quality time with each other right and what i like to do what i like to suggest to my couples too again is like when you are dating it's trying to find maybe like new and different things that you've never done before in a in your partnership because it forces the both of you to be able to learn different things about each other right so one of the things that i actually recently did with my partner was we went rock climbing and although he's done rock climbing by himself and i've done rock climbing by myself it wasn't an activity that we've ever done together and it was you know in that activity being able to just see a different side of our partners that i think we maybe normally wouldn't right and so by being able to go on dates and do things that are different than what your norm is it again is a way for you to continue to learn something new and something different about your partner it may start a new passion or a new hobby that you guys can do together and i think it can just be fun when you're sharing in this new experience with the other person and being able to create this new memory with this other person, right? One of the podcasts that I actually listened to in their relationship, what they try to do is decide on one new hobby or like new thing that they're going to try each year. And they were talking about how, you know, one year it was tennis and another year it was pottery a different year was um hiking right and so being able to just say like i'm going to dedicate this year to this new activity it means we're going to be going out and doing these new experiences and like learning you know how to do x y or z but also within that again i think it's not only important because you're being able to have quality time but you're learning a new thing together and you're also creating memories right and so i think that dating each other often and doing things that are outside of your norm that you would do is extremely important in creating a successful relationship the next thing that I will say is also an important ingredient in the success of a relationship is also learning not only your love language but your partner's love language and so if you've never heard of the love language there's five different love languages um, and there's a quiz online that you can take to see what your love language is and I'll add it in the show notes um, but so that if you don't know what it is, what yours is or what your partner's is, and maybe that can be a new fun like little activity that you can do. It should take no longer than like five minutes. Um, so it's really quick. But what I like is that by learning 
not only your love language, but learning your partner's love language, it allows just more knowledge into your folks' relationship as a whole, right? And so a lot of the times when you're first in a relationship or sometimes when you are in continued arguments, you know, it may be because how you're showing love is not how they're receiving love, right? Or how they like to receive love. And when that happens, it creates like this feeling of isolation. It creates this feeling of like loneliness, of being misunderstood. When in reality, it's just the two of you kind of trying to show your love, trying to give your love, but the other not being able to receive it, right? And so if you think about it, it's kind of like you're at a door, a locked door, and you have a certain key and you just keep, you know, using a certain key to try to get in, to get in. And you're jiggling the key in all, every which direction, you know, trying to like force it into the hole to try to open it, but being like okay why isn't this working right not realizing there's a whole other set of keys that you could be seeing okay this is the one that will unlock the door to like let you in right and so it's kind of like that where you just are giving and giving and you kind of feel stuck right or and it this creates can or can create kind of this rift between the two of you where both of you are not feeling like your needs are met and so by being able to understand what your love language is right first it allows you to understand like okay this is how i like to receive love and also how i would innately give love the five love languages are physical touch words of affirmation quality time gift giving and acts of service right and if I find out my love language is words of affirmation, that's what my, you know, intuition, that's what my gut will do when I want to give love, is that I'll, you know, say a phrase or I'll like, again, give that that affirmation to my partner. And in my mind, it's like, okay, that's how I'm giving love or that's how I like to receive love. So by me giving that words of affirmation, then that should be you knowing you know like i love you this is like how i'm showing my love for you and that should be like end of story right but oftentimes if that's not our partner's love language then when you are doing this you know words of affirmation or you're giving your way of love then it often isn't reciprocated in the best way if their love language is different So I think by being able to take the love language quiz, again, it just brings knowledge into the relationship as a whole, also you as an individual, right? Like, okay, what is my love language? How do I like to, one, receive love, but also give love? But then when you're able to also have your partner take the love language and be able to see what what their love language is, right? It can bridge that gap and be able to understand like okay although my love language and how i like to receive love and give love is this way if their way is not the same as mine this is how i know i can show up for them right and so being just more aware of like 
how you're giving your love and how your partner would like to receive their love right and being able to just kind of create an understanding around the relationship of like this is how love is given and received and the last thing that i think is extremely important for the success of a relationship is being able to have your own time being able to have your own self-care time being able to have your own alone time and that doesn't mean for like hours on end or days on end right but i think being able to have certain time set aside every day i would say to strive for where you are being able to embark on your own like self-care journey you're able to do things that you enjoy separate from the relationship right and so if that for you is going to the gym or if that for you is being able to hang out with your friends right like i think having your own life separate from the relationship is also extremely important Uh, being able to just still have an identity of who you are aside from the relationship that you're in right um i think a lot of times when we're in relationships it feels scary to want to take alone time or to want to do you know certain things by ourselves because maybe it feels like when we're doing that that means we're neglecting our partner but i'm a firm believer that the more that you can start integrating self-care time alone time or like a few hours in the day where you are being able to explore your own self and be able to cultivate your best self right that's that that's only helping the relationship grow as a whole right if you are constantly feeling like you need to give and give and give into the relationship but you are not being able to fill your own cup back up or you're not able to able to like replenish yourself then you do get to a point where both of you are breaking right you get to a point where everything is just frustrating and irritable and the little things are starting to build up and become big fights so being able to take that time for yourself being able to create your own schedule and your own routine around self-care is an extremely important aspect of a relationship in any relationship romantically in your friendships in your family is being able to put yourself first right before you can expect that you are going to be giving into any type of relationship so that's it for today's episode for today's journal i'd like you to just think of three other ways that you can show up as your best self to cultivate a more successful relationship i hope that you folks have a great rest of your day and an amazing week and i will talk to you soon Thank you for choosing to listen to Hold the Podcast. And if anything in my episodes resonates with you, please like, share, subscribe, and do all the things that help to bring my message to becoming our whole self out to our community.